What's up, millionaires? It's Quinn Alexandria, host of the Millionaire Mom Diaries, and this is a podcast where we focus on faith, family, and how could we not talk about finance and freedom. As always, my goal is to add value to your life, inspire your faith, encourage you to seek healthy relationships, not only with yourself, but with others too, and advocate for your financial literacy. All of which I hope will set you free and lead you to pursue your God-given purpose on this earth. Okay, so let's get it. And this week, we're going to continue the fiscal literacy series. A couple of weeks ago, I went over what I would call some very horrifying statistics about where we stand in the Black community and our relationship with money. Black Enterprise, CNN, and Forbes have all reported out that by 2054, the average Black person will have a negative net worth if current trends continue. And those trends are low-paying jobs, carrying consumer debt, taking out student loans, a lack of home ownership, and spending a lot more money than we invest. I'm here coming full force against this statistic, and I want to help you change your life. And speaking of Change Your Life, I announced during the last episode that I'm going to be launching an outreach to help our people called In the Black. And as part of this outreach, we'll hold free community events that advocate for and educate our community on fiscal literacy, how to handle money more responsibly, and of course, how to build wealth. I plan to share with you the things I've learned along my personal journey that have helped me to overcome these issues. And also I have special guests along the way who have been successful in the area of fiscal literacy, building wealth and how to handle money so that they can help add value to each and every one of our journeys. So on October 22nd at 9.30 a.m., I'll be leading a net worth workshop where I'll ignite a fire inside of you to show you that overcoming the statistic is not only possible, but it is practical. FIRE stands for Financial Independence to Retire Early. And what I love about this topic is that many of us think that we have to work forever, and that's not true. There's also something called a freedom number as part of this, and I want to show you how to calculate it and how to come up with some practical steps that you can take to actually make it happen and achieve that freedom number. So in fact, all of this works together for our good. It's all connected. And there's a link in the episode notes where you can sign up to join the In the Black community for free and also reserve your spot for this life-changing seminar. And I certainly hope to see you there. You really won't regret it. The truth is, is that poverty and wealth are both mindsets that work completely opposite and against each other. One can't exist where the other is present. So I've started a resource page for In the Black that will support the shift in mindset that has to happen for us to be successful on our journey. The link um, is going to be in the episode notes as well. And I've included some podcasts, books that you can read to get you started along your journey, along with some of my personal vision casting tools that will help you gain clarity on what your goals actually are. But also in the future, I plan to continuously add other resources as they come to mind. 
that will help us along the way. So you can always reference that link anytime for any of the recommended resources um, for me to help you along your journey. All right. So let's get started into today's show, into how we can earn more money. That was the first trend that was listed as part of why we would have a negative net worth, low-paying jobs. And our income is truly our biggest wealth-building tool. But as we discussed in the previous episode, you know, the average salary in America is about $53,000 a year. But for Black America and and some other minorities as well, it's about $42,000 a year, which is about $10,000, $11,000 under the median salary. In fact, 43% of black people are earning less than $30,000 annually. And we've got to do something about this. And I want to talk with you and offer some practical tips on how we can get our income up. I've always had the privilege of working with and being mentored by some highly successful and wealthy women and men, and they've always provided me with wisdom and insight that has changed my life. And I'm big on preparation and planning as it's one thing hands down that I can say has influenced the achievement of my personal career goals the most, especially as they relate to position and salary. But before we dive into how to increase your income, I also want us to consider a few important factors. Not only does money represent our, our biggest ability to build wealth and a legacy for our family, or our income, I should say, but it also represents our power to choose and the quality of options that become available to us. Our income can be the key to our freedom and the determining factor as to whether or not we have to work at all if we play our cards right. So factor one, you can make all the money in the world, but if you're sloppy with your money, you're still going to struggle and be broke. And you know, for me, this is about stewarding your money well. Part of being an adult is managing your money in a responsible way. And I'm going to give you insight on how to bridge the gap, how to get your income up, um, how to manage your finances, and all of that. But the biggest thing is making more money doesn't fix behavioral problems. So Um, I really feel like I need to call out the fact that you can make a lot of money, but the secret to your success with your money is actually your relationship with it and how you manage it. You got to keep your money neat and a budget is not a bad thing. Uh, In fact, most people who are very wealthy do have a budget. So get that out of your mind uh, that you can just manage your money any way that you want. You don't have to write it down. You don't have to think about it. That is not correct. The factor, a second factor that I want to bring up today is you have to make an intentional effort to educate yourself on how to build wealth and a legacy for your family. So if you're listening to this, it's because you're interested in exactly how to do that. And we'll talk more about things like saving and investing later. But I never want you to feel less than when you see what others have or what they're doing versus where you are, what you have and what you're doing. The question is, do you want to change it? Is it more important for you to look like you're successful and have money or to actually be successful and have money? And I can tell you now that for me, it's it's more important for me to actually be successful and have money. I don't care about what I look like to anyone at this point. Um, because I, I really feel like oftentimes our pride gets in the way of our progress and I don't want that to happen to you. So don't lose your heart or your passion. You can do this. I'm doing it. I know other people who are doing it and who have done it. And 
I just feel like I need to call out for all the single mothers and fathers out there. I want you to know that I am a single mother and I am doing this. I have really overcome a lot of these statistics over the past couple years and I've still got a ways to go, but I just want to be of encouragement to you. There are no excuses for this. There are no exceptions to this rule. You've got this and I'm going to walk with you along the way. So let's talk about factor three real quick about the shift in mindset. Ramsey Solutions did one of the largest study of millionaires. And I just want to let you know what the top five occupations for millionaires were. And I think there's a misconception that in order to be a millionaire, you have to have a high paying salary, high level job, high profile status in the, in the community. And that is not true. In the largest study of millionaires, the top five occupations were as follows. In, in this order, engineer, accountant, a teacher, a general manager, not a CEO or a CFO, just management, and attorneys. And what I absolutely loved about this was the fact that I just stated the majority of millionaires in this survey did not have high-level, high-salary jobs. Only 31% of the 10,000 millionaires that were studied averaged $100,000 a year over the course of their career. And one-third of them, so more than that, 33%, made never, never, never made six figures in any single working year of their career. And so wealth is not a unicorn. It's a turtle. Slow and steady wins the race in this equation. Um, it's good stuff. And, you know, for the purpose of this episode, I want us to focus on, you know, higher paying jobs, of course, because, you know, as black people, we are below the status quo there. But I just want you to know the most important factor as you get your income up is how you steward and manage your money hands down. Don't forget that. I feel like if you let that sink into your heart, that all of this will become second nature for you. You know, the word of God says, seek ye the kingdom first and all these things will be added to you. So if we just do things in the right way, all the other things fall in line. So for the, for the purpose of this episode, we're going to be focusing on the tech industry, project and program management, and real estate. And I just want everyone to know you don't need to spend tens of thousands of dollars to make a good income. And the information I'm going to provide to you today is information that I wish I had a long time ago. In fact, I would argue that all of the education I have, my bachelor's degrees, my master's degree, None of that was necessary in order for me to get where I am today. Um, I know people who did not and still do not have a college education or a master's degree in high level leadership positions, high paying jobs. So let that sink in as I tell you about these three incredible um, career paths that you can take. So number one, let's talk about the tech industry for a minute. Right now, and I'm talking about tech sales, sales engineering, um, you know, um, cybersecurity, um, solutions architect, all of these things are certifications um, that you can get within a very short period of time that are relatively low cost with a high return on investment. 
So I'm going to focus today on careerist and course careers, okay? And I'm going to talk about tech sales and sales engineering for a moment. What's happening now in the tech industry is pretty incredible. There is no way to escape the fact that getting a career in technology would would be very wise. It would be fruitful for you. And what I love about course careers and careerists is that these are tech boot camps. And this is kind of a new thing. Um, what's happening is these major tech companies, the Apples, the Googles, the um, Salesforces, the JP Morgans, there, there's many, many companies, and you'll see as you go to the websites for these organizations, they have partnerships with careerists and course careers. And you can go through a four to 12 week boot camp, get certified. And on the other end of that boot camp, you can be connected with an employer who is hiring, who is in partnership with the boot camp. And so with that being said, you can invest $450 up to $4,200, say $4,200, get an education or go through a boot camp, come out with a certification or a certificate of completion for the boot camp. And immediately you come out entry level making 75000 a year plus commission as a tech sales rep, 100 k entry level as a sales engineer, or 135 k annually entry level as a solutions architect. That to me is absolutely incredible. That beats going to college for four years, getting into thousands of Dollars, tens of thousands of dollars of student loan debt only to come out to make $45,000 a year, which is actually what is happening today in the country. And so I think that's incredible. If you like computers, if you like tech, if you like technology, software, um, you like, um, you know, being in that type of industry, this is absolutely a career path that you could start today. Okay, and like I said, you know, the upfront investment of four hundred and fifty dollars up to, you know, four forty two hundred dollars if you're with a careerist. That is a drop in the hat compared to the return on investment that you get as you get placed in a job making, you know, double, triple, quadruple what you're used to making. Another um, career path that you could take is within project management um, or program management. You could also think of it as planning. Um, That's what I do. And with this, um, what I love about this is that you can get your education in a PMP education, project management professional training, right? Um, And that training is, again, anywhere in between four to 12 weeks, depending on what type of class you take. It costs about $1,000 for that training. And once you're done with the training, you can apply for your certification, okay? And, you know, take an exam, apply for your certification. And typically, you have to have um, your employer vouch for you that you have a certain amount of hours of experience managing projects. And I want you to think about that. In some of your jobs now, your managers or your coworkers or your colleagues or, you know, people maybe above you are coming to you asking you to work on projects all the time. And, you know, to have them vouch for you for this certification would be absolutely amazing. So let's say for under 
$2,000, under $1,500, you get the certification. The average salary for a project manager um, in the country, I would say, is probably anywhere in between $100,000 to $140,000, spout mid-range. So, again, for under $2,000, you can get a certification and come in entry level making about uh, close to a six-figure salary, if not six figures or higher, okay? And so this is another career path that you can absolutely take that is low-cost, high ROI, all right? And the third one that I wanted to talk about is going to be real estate. Um, now, you know, you can go to school and get a, a real estate education, for anywhere in between five, I'll say five to seven hundred dollars. And I know for a fact the class that I took was about four fifty, okay, through Kaplan education. And when people think about real estate, they automatically feel like they would have to be a real estate salesperson, a real estate agent, for example, right? By helping people buy and sell homes. But I just want to remind you that having a real estate license can go beyond the guardrails of just buying and selling homes. There are so many different areas in this industry that you can get into. You can be a transaction coordinator. You can get into appraisals, inspection. You can um, be a mortgage broker, which is also another type of education that you can get within the real estate industry. It's not necessarily a real estate agent license, but you could become, you know, a mortgage broker. You could get into marketing. You could get into development. You could get into um, design build. There's so many things that you can do within this industry. And what I love about real estate is that there's really not a cap on what you can make. So, for example, let's take transaction coordinator. Um, I know people who are doing transaction coordination for a fee per transaction. So, for example, um, a young lady at the brokerage that I am working with, I think she charges us $350 or $450 per transaction. And what she's doing is once a home goes under contract, she is assisting uh, the agents in making sure that we get from the contract to the actual close, removing contingencies, making sure inspections are getting scheduling, scheduled, looking over paperwork, all those types of things, okay? And so if you're to do, let's say, 10 transactions a month at $4.50 per transaction, that makes for a pretty good side hustle, does it not? If I'm making 400 a transaction and I'm doing 10 transactions a month for different agents, right, that's an extra $4,000 a month. That's more than some people are making in a month just off of coordinating a transaction. You know, appraisals and inspections are very similar to that. Um, you know, so there's so many different things you can do um, in the real estate agent the real estate industry. Um, and I think it would definitely be worthwhile to look into to see what can I do if I get a real estate license? What can I do if I get a mortgage broker license? Um, so many cool things that you can do. And the other thing that I kind of want to mention as well as entrepreneurship, many of you have very creative ideas. Many of you are talented in different areas, 
of life and the talent that you have is unique and the value that you bring to the world is incredible and the other thing that I'd like to mention about that is that as you work your current job you could also develop a side hustle, something that you're passionate about. Some of you are helping people and you're not charging anything for that. And while that's noble and that's great, you know, you've got bills to pay. You know, the riches are in the niches. Um, and so, you know, the more unique you are and, you know, you figure out who it is that you want to serve, the more valuable that skill set becomes. So it's it's about finding your tribe. You know, you don't always have to serve your friends. There's people out there who absolutely need your services and um, or need what you have to offer, the product that you're making. And I think it's just about um, going from intensity to consistency, right? You get real intense at first. You get yourself up and going and you get started and then you just stay consistent over time. Again, it's, it's not a unicorn. It's a turtle. You know, slow and steady wins the race. Um, go small to go big. And um, so I... I just wanted to talk with you all about that today. I think all of this is really great information. Um, you know, I, I want you to write down your goals and come up with a plan for how you're going to achieve those goals. You know, discover what it is that you really want to do and go for it. You can start a business. You can turn a hobby into a business. You can get into tech uh, the tech industry. You can break into project and program management planning. You know, you can get into the real estate industry. You can do whatever it is that you want to do. But the biggest thing is it's your responsibility to stand up for yourself and ensure that you're getting what you are worth and that you take the time to invest in yourself to increase your worth. You can totally do it. I've done it time and time again. And while it was not easy, I'm so thankful that I did. And, you know, the Bible says that the desire of the sluggard kills him for his hands refuse to labor all day long. He craves and craves. And so what I'll say to that is labor, go for it. You know, do those things that you know that you're called to do. It's never too late. You didn't miss the boat. Even if you tried and it didn't go the way you wanted, there's a lesson to be learned. And the truth is that we fail our way to success. Okay? So as you embark on your journey, as you take this information, which I hope blesses you, I want you to silence every voice except for God's and the voice that's in your heart. Okay? Because God's voice and that voice in your heart speak the same language. And I would argue that God placed that voice in your heart. It's a promise that he'll ensure that your heart's desires are fulfilled. And it's not his will for your heart to be sick either. So what happens when you continue to defer your own hope is that you will be sick. And so you can't just sit there and wait for people to give you that golden dream. You've got to go out there and make it happen for yourself. Okay. 
so I love you guys I hope this blessed you everything that I've discussed um, there is a link in the episode notes to those different organizations um, that I spoke of today and um, you know connect with me please ask me questions I'm on Instagram as the real Quinn Alexandria I'm on Facebook as Quinn Alexandria um, you can find my real realer, realtor page on Facebook as well Um, And so with that, I just want you guys to have a blessed week and just do what you're called to do. Do what you're supposed to do. You've got this. Okay. All right. Peace out.